0: Do you ever find yourself struggling to answer the simple question of what do you want to eat? You might think, oh, I don't mind, or up to you, whatever you want. Or maybe you struggle to answer the question of what job or career would you want? Or maybe you've already started your career and now you're rethinking that. So many second-gen women and children of immigrants in general experience all this on a daily basis. And this indecisiveness and inability to trust yourself and your decisions is a sign of having poor boundaries. Welcome to the Slow Down Time podcast. I'm Van An, a second generation Vietnamese Australian on my journey away from being the busy and stressed out primary school teacher into a slower, more present version of myself. This podcast is here to help you rediscover what it is you want and to begin letting go of cultural pressure to rush through life. Yes, you'll question your identity, your life decisions, and begin trusting yourself to fully live with intention. I'm so excited to be your host and to walk you through this journey. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm sitting here with my big glass of tea, if you're watching this on YouTube, because the weather has cooled down quite a lot, And so, if you know me at all, I'm always having a chat with a cup of tea. Today, I'm expanding on this topic of boundaries from the previous episode with Gentrin, where we talked about what boundaries are, why we as Asians, we struggle to communicate and manage our boundaries, and we also shared some tips to help with that. So, check out the episode after this one if you haven't already. Today, I'm sharing the 12 signs that indicate that you might have a lack of boundaries or on the opposite end, you might even have really strict boundaries. Now, having a lack of boundaries means that you spend time and energy on what others want you to do and being who other people want you to be. Instead of working on your own goals and building your own strong sense of identity, And because of that, you might feel unfulfilled, lost, and confused. Don't worry, I've been through all of that too, and I'm still going through it. But here are some lessons that I've learned that have helped me to be aware of when I'm making decisions and where my boundaries actually are. So in knowing these 12 signs, you'll be aware and more intentional about your daily decisions. And to go along with this episode, I'm also sharing a free downloadable resource that will help you with the how of boundaries, how to not feel guilty when saying no, with a step-by-step simplified process to have a conversation about it with someone. And I share some extra tips in there as well. It's linked in the show notes. So click on that link to access the free resource. Just had to move the microphone because it's kind of in my face, but If any one of these, either one or two or all of them are reflected in your life right now, you can begin to think about how you naturally respond to different situations and where your values are so that you can set these boundaries. So as I've mentioned in the previous episode about boundaries, they are a way to take care of yourself, a way to show what is important to you. Now, some people might also define boundaries as the limits that you set for yourself, this clear line showing what you will tolerate and what you won't. But I see it more of a way to take care of yourself and a way for other people to respect what's important to you. Now, at the center of our lack of boundaries, it's about this idea of people pleasing, which I'd mentioned before in a previous episode that it needs its own episode, so let me know if that's something you'd be interested in. But people-pleasing is about catering to others, being the yes person, being the nice person, going out of your way to do things for others that may go against your own needs or wants or your own health or even jeopardizing the time that you have for your own responsibilities. People-pleasing is about going above and beyond, even when it might not be necessary. So if we think about it down to the core, it's basically about you believing that others' needs are more important than your own. And you might feel that prioritizing yourself over someone else is wrong or selfish or shows that you don't care about the other person. So I want you to have this idea of people pleasing in the back of your mind as we go through the signs, because this is at the center of why you might be lacking in your boundaries or why your boundaries might be too strict. So let me have a sip of my tea because I'm just holding it here as hand warmers, but I'm going to be drinking this tea as we talk So this first sign of having poor boundaries is that you overextend yourself. You might tend to overwork. You take over the responsibilities for a lot of household chores, or you go out of your way to do things for other people. And it might leave you feeling super stressed out, exhausted, always busy and doing things throughout the day. And you might always feel really tired despite how much sleep you get how well you eat or how much you exercise, you're constantly giving your energy away, tending to everyone that you're always really tired. And this might come about because you feel responsible for how others feel. So you want to make sure that they are feeling good, they're having a good time, that they feel comfortable. You're always aware of how others are feeling, which is not a bad thing in itself, but this point is about Overextending yourself, that little part that pushes you over the edge, that wants you to do things at the expense of your own health or your own time. So, if you overextend yourself regularly, you probably have a lack of boundaries. The next sign of having poor boundaries is that you lose your sense of self. You might not even be sure of who you are, what you enjoy the career you want to pursue, or maybe you recognize that you want to pivot from your current career, but you have no idea what you want to do. And this is because you spend so much of your time doing what others want. So you don't even know, you haven't had time to think about what you want or what you enjoy, what matters to you. And you have let others define you and how you should be thinking, what you should be doing and how you should be living you might feel trapped in the typical life that's expected of you from your immigrant parents who really only want the best for you. They want you to get good grades. They want you to go to university. They want you to find a good career with financial security, and then you can start your family and buy a home. So all of this is expected from you from a really young age. It's been ingrained in you that you need to follow this life path, that you never thought of a life that's different to that expectation. And you might know this deep down that you're not 100% happy with certain aspects of your life. Not all of it, but there might be some parts that you're kind of doubting and questioning right now, but you don't know what to do about it because you're not sure what you really enjoy or your passions or how you could realistically live your life more happily or more be more successful. So, if you're feeling confused about yourself and your life decisions, that's a sign of having poor boundaries. Number three, you feel indecisive. You go to everyone else for their opinions instead of trusting yourself, even if you might not completely agree with their opinions. You might have been told what to do when you faced big life decisions by your elders, your parents, teachers, who are seen as wiser and more experienced. So you just follow their opinions because you need to respect your elders, right? Have you learned that when you were younger? I'm sure you have. So you might be very indecisive, even when it comes to even smaller, more insignificant decisions, like where to go for dinner, or whether you want to say yes to go to the party, or to help someone out when you're super busy yourself. So this goes back to the introduction when I asked those questions. Have you ever felt indecisive making those little decisions? Now, some of them don't matter and you probably don't really mind. But when it comes to making decisions, how do you feel? Does it come to you naturally or do you actually have no idea what you want? So indecision is the third sign. The next one is feeling resentful frustrated or annoyed. You might feel like the situation is unfair, that you're doing more than the other person. You might feel this after saying yes to helping someone or agreeing to take on more responsibilities. So that's when you might experience these emotions. You might even feel regret and feel like you don't want to complete the task that you had initially agreed to take on. Or maybe you complain about it as you're doing it you feel like you're disrespected, that you're overlooked, or you're taken advantage of. And you feel like you're the victim. And this might rule in the relationship that you've grown with the other person, because when you talk to them, you think about how they might be mistreating you. So if you're feeling any of these emotions after saying yes and agreeing to something, that's a sign that you may need to look into your boundaries. You expect others to know why you're upset. Now, this builds onto the previous point about feeling resentful, feeling frustrated and or annoyed because when you feel upset because you've said yes to help someone, to take on extra responsibilities, to ease the pressure off the other person, you might hope or expect them to know why you're upset and stressed out. Because maybe you shouldn't have taken it on in the first place that you know it was going to be a lot of work for you, that you wouldn't have time, that you had already so many responsibilities to fulfill. But you said yes anyway, and now you're regretting that decision. And because you're feeling stressed out and tired, you're hoping the other person knows that without you even saying anything. Because if they know that you're upset or that you're tired or stressed out, Because you're helping them, maybe they wouldn't ask you anymore. And maybe that's the easy way to set your boundaries. But it's not really setting boundaries. It's just fingers crossed that they understand what's going on in your mind. And that's what you hope for. But it's just an endless cycle because other people aren't mind readers. And your thoughts and feelings aren't expressed. And so you bottle it up and you reluctantly help them next time. This is a very unspoken sign of having a lack of boundaries because you're not taking it into your own hands and communicating your thoughts and having a conversation with the other person. The next one goes hand in hand with what I just said, which is being passive aggressive. This is when you're not being clear and direct. Instead, you go a roundabout way or use an ineffective way to communicate what you really want. And as I just said, the previous sign also hinted at some degree of passive aggressiveness. Is that a word? (laughs) You feel like they've taken advantage of you. And so you try to gain some power back. You try to be somewhat aggressive so that they get the message, but you're also trying to be nicer at the same time so they don't get offended. Now, what this does is it makes the message super unclear. It's like saying that you want them to do something for you, but then saying, don't worry, it's up to you though, whether you want to do it or not. So what you're trying to say is diluted and doesn't seem as big a deal as it actually is to you. So being passive aggressive, instead of clearly communicating your thoughts and feelings is a sign that you might have poor boundaries. The seventh sign of having poor boundaries, is having a fear of rejection. Let me say that again, a fear of rejection. This is a really big point, so pay attention. You're afraid of losing friendships or causing arguments with your colleagues or disconnecting with your family because you need your family, you need your friends, and you need to go to work. So this sign is all about people, focusing on other people, So going back to the first sign, which is overextending yourself, you make yourself as useful as you can to the other person in order to maintain that relationship. Because if they need you, they won't leave you, right? Having this fear of rejection from other people. And this could go back to your childhood. When your parents or your caregivers or your relatives might have withheld their love and praise when you didn't do what they wanted. So that means they didn't compliment you, they didn't praise you, they didn't give you hugs, whatever that is. And instead, they might have criticized you, compared you to somebody else, and put you down, or blamed you for things going wrong. And ultimately, made you feel really guilty for not listening to them. This is such a common experience among children of immigrants. So this fear of rejection blurs your boundaries. Okay, this next one is being overly concerned with what others think of you, how they might judge you, how you're perceived by other people. And if you experience this, it stems from your fear of criticism and your fear of rejection. You don't like hurting others' feelings or having people not like you. And so you just remain passive and you just agree with what they want you to do. So there's less of a reason for them to judge you or to not like you. So you don't like letting others down in case they judge you negatively. And that's another sign of lacking boundaries. This next one is about your work. And that's always feeling behind on your own work. Because you might do everybody else's work before your own. So your work just piles up as you work on everything else first. Maybe you feel like you can't risk completing it late. Or you think that the other person might need it as soon as possible. So you try to get it done super early. Going back to the ideas of fear of criticism and fear of rejection. You don't want them to be upset with you if you complete it late. But this comes at the expense of your own projects or your own responsibilities and takes away the time for you to work on your own work, which is also really important. And so you might have to work after hours or take work home with you just to get it all done on time. So if you're always feeling behind on your work, that's another sign. Number 10, accepting things even when you don't want them. Now, this is a really interesting point. So come back if you're multitasking or doing something else, accepting things, even when you don't want them. On the flip side of what I've been talking about, you might also show a lack of boundaries when you receive things too, not just when you're giving. So when you receive gifts for special occasions, or more commonly, when you receive gifts randomly, or when you receive offers or invitations to attend an event you might feel obliged to accept it even if you don't want to because it would seem like you're being rude or ungrateful or unappreciative of their generosity. That's why it might be so hard to turn down invitations to go out with your friends or you feel guilty to do so. So if you struggle with accepting gifts and invitations that you don't want, it's also a sign that you need to be clearer on your boundaries. So the 10 signs that we've just discussed so far indicate that you have a lack of boundaries. Now these next two signs indicate that your boundaries might be too rigid. Now this could be due to the fact that you've had bad experiences before or maybe you were too lenient before and so you tighten the chains. Number 11, you can't make exceptions or be flexible. So if someone does something that goes against your values or puts you down in a way, you might be quick to cut people out of your life and you might not offer second chances. You're like, nope, that's it. Step too far out of line. Or maybe you don't want to hear other people's suggestions at all. It's either your way or the highway. So if you can't make exceptions and you're really rigid and can't be flexible, that's a sign that your boundaries might be too strict. Now, this very last one is that you mostly only have Surface level relationships, surface level relationships, because you might be afraid of being vulnerable or fear of being judged or rejected. Like we talked about before, maybe you're scared of being used, being walked over, being taken advantage of. Maybe you're more wary of other people because you've been burned before. So you keep everyone at an arm's length. So you keep conversations shallow and don't want to share your personal experiences or how you're truly feeling. So those are the two signs of having rigid boundaries. Were any of those points relevant to you? Now, it's not to call you out. It's just to bring awareness to how you respond to other people, how you help others, and how you also take care of yourself in the process. Remember that you're a human being, not a human doing. Chat to you in the next episode. Download your free resource. How to Kindly Say No will help you to release some pressure, walk you step by step through the process and provide some tips and examples of what exactly to say. Download it at kindofheart.com slash say no or click on the link in the show notes.